All right. Hope everyone is having, what are we, Friday? A wonderful Friday and that you have fun plans for this weekend. You get some time with family, friends, kick your feet up. Because we all deserve some downtime. Anyway, I've been really looking forward to this chat for a long time now. And I'm, I'm really excited here in the near future. We're actually going to get the opportunity to have Alex here live in person. So with that being said, this is kind of going to be a little bit of a teaser. But I'm just so excited to get some of this man's backstory out there for all the listeners. Hopefully to flip that switch within individuals to realize how important it is to support such amazing heroic patriotic individuals that share the same morals and values as you and i so without further ado alex from black eagle apparel how you doing today brother hey what's up dude i'm doing good man how are you man i'm really good feeling blessed i got we all got our little battles but super excited let me uh let me start off guys check us out look at all this new merch i got and this is all thanks to Alex here. Really easy to do through his website in communication with him. Not only this shirt, I mean, this is one of his hats right here, representing the 22 a day it, it, for our veterans. It's so important. And he also mashed out a whole bunch of these koozies in no time. So oh, yeah. he, he can, uh, he could do a lot more than I'm sure I even know of at this point, but, uh, just so excited to support this man and what he's doing. Um, so that man, you want to tell us a little about yourself, Alex? Yeah, man, no problem. Um, I'm European. I come from Europe, right? I was born in Croatia. Um, I lived in four different countries, three different continents in my life. Right, I lived in the United States for 22 years, the best country in the world, in my opinion. Um, the reason why I love America so much because of all the freedoms and opportunities we have here. Mm. What we have here, we have nowhere else. I've lived everywhere. I've been through like 37 countries in the world. I've traveled like all over the world, right? America's it. This is our last stand, right? Uh, I did 10 years in the Marine Corps. I'm a Marine Corps veteran. Uh, when I was transitioning out of the Marines in 2019, I decided that I will never be an employee again, right? doesn't matter how hard life gets. I made that decision because I was just tired of people watching over me, um, just watching every little move. You feel like you're being spied on, you know, mm -hmm. like micromanagement because they're, this is the problem, man. The problem is in the world that everybody's so scared of losing their job and what they're doing is they're micromanaging everybody underneath them right so the problem that was a problem with me because i was a good leader you know i had marines that many of them i keep in touch even today um and i made a decision man that i will get out i will start something patriotic because i love america and i want to be my be a business owner i don't want to work for nobody ever again you know and here i am man four years later um i got two businesses right now i live in Neosho, Missouri, small town in Missouri, southwest side of Missouri. And, you know, I'm glad that 
we met, right? I'm glad that we met. I'm glad that I can provide the merch for you, bro. More is going to be on the way pretty soon. That's awesome. Uh, that's a little bit about me, man. You know, a Marine veteran, nothing crazy. Just, just a regular American guy, man, trying to make it day to day. Wow. I can't wait to you're in person where we can really dive into depth it, because I want to capture that in person, even me personally, because I captured some of that over our phone call chats here and praise God that we met. Like, it's just, it's not a coincidence. You know, he's got a hand in all of this kind of uniting um, believers and just to help to help uh our families and our futures you know it's it's just so cool to see see all this happen but when we were chatting on the phone because you it's, it's just like wow there's so much to dive into like what was it that you know um pulled on that directed you to serve this country especially being from another country and i know because because your experience over there like you actually dealt with real communism, like or uh, go ahead and put yeah. some of that in your own words. That'd be that'd be pretty cool to get. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, I grew up in former Yugoslavia. It was a communist country until 1991. Right, mm -hmm. I was only like five years old when when a civil war happened, um, and I lived in a combat zone pretty much as a kid. You know, we got shelled and mortared all the time. We got shot at all the time, bombed. Mm -hmm. um, after five years of that, and honestly, um, it was Clinton's administration that did all that, right? So it was, in a sense, NATO, but America, with big help of America, um, right, that what happened to us over there, right? So I had a resentment against America for a very long time. Mm. And then once we moved into a refugee camp into, in 1996, I lived in a refugee camp from 96, actually, no, 95 until 2001. So I lived in a refugee camp for six years and I hated America. I hated it, right? Um, 1999, we got bombed by Clinton's administration, right? Mm. Um, dropping all over from the sky. And, you know, in 2001, there was a chance to escape the refugee camp and go, you know, different places in, in the world. Um, that That's how I have friends in Australia, Netherlands, Germany, all over the place, because all the countries were taking on immigrants, right? But well, we applied to like seven different countries and the United States called us first. Well, at first we were like, eh, maybe we're not going to go. But then we're like, hey, anywhere is better than what we're at right now. Right. And then when I came to America, it really hit me, man, how blind and un I'm not going to say uneducated, but uninformed American society is. Right. right? So like not one American personally came to me and told me, oh, I hate you. That's why we bombed you. Not one. So I realized it's not the American people. It's our fucked up government, right? right? That did all that stuff, right? It's the foreign policy, right? That we always hear of mm -hmm. on TV and all that stuff. So a um, couple of years later, man, I learned English really well. I was going to high school. One of my best friends was an American guy. Um, and then I just started, I just started loving America, dude, you know? just started loving America, right? And I, I developed a sense of patriotism where in 2005 and 2006, um, you know, when Iraq was going on, I was going to automotive maintenance school and I was driving every morning from South side Chicago to North side of Chicago, which is about an hour and a half drive through traffic. And I would turn on morning radio every day, right? 
and they'd be like, oh, three soldiers, two Marines got killed in Iraq yesterday, you know? And he would, like, make something boil inside of me. Mm. I was like, these motherfuckers, man, like, we need to go over <laughs> there and just fuck them up, you know? Yeah. Um, and over time, man, you know, in 2009, you know, in 2008, I lost my job. And I was like, you know what? It's time. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. So I decided to go into the military. I didn't want to just join any military. Um, so what I did is I researched, you know, because as individuals, right, sometimes you know things about yourself, right? So to me, I was getting out of shape. I was out of high school for about four years, right? I was getting out of shape. I was getting fat, um, unhealthy, working at this steel mill, right? All this stuff. So I realized I was like, the only thing that can shape me up is the military training. Um, I knew I needed to be shaping up. I had no discipline, nothing, man. Hmm. So I joined the Marines and here I am, man. 10 years later, actually 14 years later now. Wow. Um, I'm Marine. I did 10 years and I'm proud of America now, man. Cause I realized that everything that happened to me as a child, it was not United States as people, right? It's our fucked up foreign policies. Right. Well, there's the whole military industrial complex and it's no secret. I mean, it, it, things aren't operating on behalf of we, the people of the people by the people anymore. It's as, a, as it's, it's as though our voices have literally been taken away. Right. And we've just lost the reins in, in a sense. So man, and that, that's the problem you touched on the ignorance, like, wow, is I'm chatting with aid from the UK and off air. It's, it's wild how, we're feeding into like it, it's it's in it's amazing to hear a man from the UK know more about America's history than most Americans even know. Like, so there's a level of ignorance, but the thing is, like, he he can admit even there in the UK how ignorant and blind so many the of the people there have become as well. So history such an important teacher, like actual history, like fact factual and they're trying to erase it they're trying to change that and it's all by design and it's it's essentially to keep us kind of out of the know not understand the value of our freedoms and the constitution and uh just the oh, the the beautiful country that we have inherited from yeah generation after generation and, just and it is it is by far the best country in the world and I, you know, I, I could move back to where I come, where I came from right now and just live really good, have a really nice, peaceful life. The war is over, right? Yeah. Uh, I go back there, but I, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to because, and it went through my mind a couple of times, but I was like, I don't want to give up my guns. Mm. Like I'm not giving up my guns. Like I can't have guns back then, you know, and I, I understand the importance of second amendment and first amendment, yeah. like what we're having the conversation that we're having on this podcast right now, many countries that will lock you up for it, that will fine you for it, you know? Right. And, you know, unfortunately, the, the direction that we're heading into mm -hmm. in a few years from now, that might even be happening in America. Here, it is happening and, to a, bi a big yeah. extent. That's why the podcast realm has been taking off the way it has because uh, it isn't as censored as your fake book in Twitter used to be still slash is in Instagram and all these mega platforms, you know, and, and it's no secret that so many, so many patriots that have even kicked off on um, podcasts and start speaking out on 
it, it it's irrelevant in a sense whether it's even true or not. Why is a an American citizen the point they're just speaking their truth in their voice, their bank accounts being seized or their PayPal's being pulled and all these, you know, they're getting fired and just all these things it's 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 already happening here and it's downright scary this where it's just i can't put enough emphasis on like we need to stand strong on our first amendment and free speech and it's healthy to question things it's healthy to go down these roads and figure out because it's collectively we can ensure unity and a better tomorrow for all and we've been too blindly entrusting into everything from our medical institutions, our government body, just just everything, like our our food. So, um, everything, man. man. We're being fed poison. Yes, the food is poison. The water's poison. Right. The news is bunch of lies. Yep. It, you know, uh, the news is interesting, right? Because a lot of people just stare at the TV, right? They don't even understand what they're hearing. Like most people don't have the ability to process information, right? Mm. I was in college. I have a bachelor's degree in business management. I'm halfway to my master's. Um, but I stopped doing it because um, that would tell me what a credible source is. Mm. So I would tell the professor, like, in my opinion, that is not a credible source. Like, why can't we? He's like, no, that's a credible source. And those are these are the only sources you can use. So I'm like, okay, so... Um, how can I think on my own when you tell me what to read and what to write on this paper? Like, this is not a free thinking society. Right. You know, I tell, I, I tell them like, it's like, Hey man, you know, in my opinion, that is wrong. No, that's right. That's why I said in my opinion, right. Can I have an opinion? Right. You know, we can't have opinions anymore, man. Wow. We can't have, you know, they tell you, they teach you. This is how it works, man. That our education system is so fucked up. <laughs> okay, forget my language, right? It's so fucked up that, you know, you go to Google, you research something, and you read it, and then let's say you're in school. That's why these 18-year-olds, they get blindsided. They get put into this – they go into college, and they become liberals and all this stuff because – An indoctrination camp. <laughs> so when they – they can't think on their own, right? And even the ones they do, they stop doing it in a couple of months in school because – you know, they tell them these are the credible sources that you can get your information from. So this, the teacher and the school is controlled by the same people where the sources are controlled as well. So it's the same information. Mm -hmm. So if they are they hear the wrong information from a professor, then they read it in their credible source, right? Credible source. Then they go do research on their own. They heard it from three different angles, and it's the same thing. So they go on believing is these things are correct. It is insane what's going on. Right. Um, in America, we should always have opinion-based things. Like you should be able to write an essay based on your opinion. Like why not? So what if it's wrong? Yeah. You know, it's okay to be wrong sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that that's completely gone, man. And one of the reasons I transitioned out of the military and I left early, I was going to do 20 years, is because that's what militaries become. Right. Yeah. You it's can't hear opinion. You can't say anything. Do as you're told. Don't question anything. And, you know, I just think like I've seen, I didn't go to Iraq or Afghanistan, but I had a bunch of friends, you know, some got blown up, got purple hearts. They got shot and all that stuff that would come back. And they start questioning themselves. Like, why did I even do all this? Right. You know, and a lot of, that's why a lot of those like 
hardcore military guys that go to war, they come back right. and they turn against the, you know, the government because they realize that for a war, yep. they shouldn't have been fought in the same, in the, you know, they shouldn't be fought at all. Right. So, yeah, man. I was talking to this young gentleman just the other day at the firing range. And he's anxious to sign up. And I was like, kind of raising this red flag. But it was so refreshing for him, this young man, to to say, no, our military is being infiltrated. That's why I'm going. They need more men like me. And it gave me goosebumps, brother, because it was like he saw what was happening. And, and if everyone just wouldn't, you know, kind of like had the cowardice stance because that that that's what was pulling on my heartstrings you know 9-11 and things like that happened and it was just like I wanted to d- do my part but I there was too many red flags and questions where it was like I don't want to involve you so so all these people were going in droves and they had the pure intent like real patriotism but like they're fighting these fake endless wars you know, and that's where it's just, it's really tough to get behind this. Holy smoke. It, it, it just be so exciting to see us clean things up and have everything operating as it was designed and, and get out the bad actors and no longer infiltrated. And we should be excited to do all these things. And, uh, you know, are we ever going to get it perfect in this mortal life? No. But can we get it a whole heck of a lot better? Absolutely. So we should all be excited to do our part. And that's where I'm just so excited. Like, I mean, we even before we kicked this off, we were talking about a friend of mine and our affiliation and this and that. And I'm just like, you know what? This doesn't even feel like advertising or commercial or anything like that because I can 100% get behind what it is this man right here, Alex, right here in Black Eagle Apparel and what you're doing. Um, it's just so important that we support one another with the same morals and the same, you know, essentially ensuring a better tomorrow. Uh, it's so important that we take those extra steps. Now, it isn't just Black Eagle Apparel you're involved in. You also are fighting the war, free speech, and you're, you have your own podcast you're more so catering to stories and other veterans. Is that right? Um, entrepreneurs, veterans, okay. right. Anybody that's, cause okay. I realized, man, I, you know, a few years ago, like I said, when I got out of the Marines, I realized that the only way to really be independent, um, uh, be able to do whatever you want, say whatever you want is if you own your own business. Right. right. So I started a podcast just to encourage people to start businesses. That's right. Awesome. Like, I, I don't care what you do, man. I, I don't care if you're got a little cricket machine and you print 10 shirts a week to somebody like a family member out of your garage. That's fine. You know, just start something that can turn into maybe profitable business down the road. Right. You know, I met one thing about Midwest. People work hard out here. You know, so I met a lot of kids. They're like 19, 20. Instead of going to college, they start like gravel hauling business or, you know, they start like construction business or something like that. And in a couple of years, man, these kids are doing really well, you know, and they're like, what do I need to go to college for? You know, right. I'm not saying college is a bad thing for everybody. Obviously, we need doctors, we need lawyers, we need, you know, we need all this stuff. Well, but you need to be selective, like Charlie Kirk 
on his his podcast was talking i mean what he's doing with turning point usa has been amazing fighting back on that indoctrination and that's been blowing up so if you were to end up on a campus be sure to join one of those chapters because you could surround yourself with like-minded critical thinkers that are healthily questioning things you know even even questioning why we're here and being guided by biblical truths and god and things of that nature too it's so crucial there's nothing more important really to assist us along our path here than those biblical truths and it's just so there are still decent campuses out there just do your due diligence and look into it but yeah to your point um it's really not all the real value has more so been taken out of those institutions by design than actually, I mean, it has kind of just become a worthless piece of paper. There's so many folk that are a part of even the unemployment bracket right now that have four-year degrees and beyond. And so it's, let's let's bring the meaning back into that by getting involved let our voices be heard and ensure that it the value gets put back into these things i encourage young people these days to go into a trade yeah more than anything else go go be a plumber go be a mechanic right i was a mechanic for 17 years man real life experience um, you know it, yeah, yeah, you actually go out there and you learn something. You can, you know, hire get hired on in a shop just cleaning oil for, you know, a year, whatever minimum wage, but it's the best on-job training you're going to get, right? Right. right. You go learn a trade, you go learn how to turn wrenches, do things that mechanics do and um go find a good job, open up a shop, um start, you know, it's so easy to start a mechanic business, man. I started it before um in 2020, my apparel business went down because I took on some contracts and they got canceled and I paid for services. Long story, right? Yeah. Um, but I had to shut down my business in 2020 and I just reopened it this year. Um, <clears throat> but I did mechanics for about eight months. I made more money in eight months doing mechanics than anybody in my neighborhood with their college degrees. Mm. And I was working from my garage, from my home, eating home-cooked food. Out of my garage, man, I made more money than most people, you know, in a nice little dress up suit or whatever, going to a place of work and all that stuff. Um, so that's why I tell people like we're coming to the point where trades are being valued more than college degrees. Yeah. You know, because right now, man, it's it's more expensive. Like lawyers right now, like perfect example, I'm dealing with some lawyer stuff like they're fighting to bring their rates down so they take on clients. Right. Mm. I never had an issue like that when a plumber comes to my house or a roofer or anybody. They just tell you, this is what it is. If you call another one, it's probably going to be more. Yeah. Because, you know, there's there's such a low population of people that do those jobs right now that they can charge whatever they want. If you, like, what am I going to do? Let my house leak? Of course, yeah. I'm going to get my roof fixed. I have to get it fixed. Otherwise, the rest of the house is gone, right? Yeah. So you can pay whatever it takes for that roof to get fixed. And roofers, like I said, how many kids right now think about our generation they're like let's say 18 that in the next couple of years they're going to be fully in the workforce how many are looking at a house and be like hey i want to be a roofer not many yeah they can't even swing a hammer bro right that's why i'm concerned for our country over the next 10 20 30 years because just think about what's coming you know what what are we raising you know i'm very tough on my kids and i tell them right now you might not like it one day you're gonna love it 
right? Because you're going to be ahead of everybody else. Right. I want to raise champions. I don't want to raise pussies, you know? Yeah. Um, so I have two daughters and a son and I raise them differently. Right. You know, I tell myself, you're a man, you know, one day you're going to be a man of the house. You're going to, you're going to take care of your wife, your kids. You're going to work hard all day long, right? Your family is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And my daughters are raising like one day you're going to take care of your husband, right? You're going to take care of your kids. You're going to have your own family, right? It's important to keep that family structure that they're yes. trying to take apart so bad, you know? Yes. So, wow. Yeah, man. Well, I love your strong can-do attitude because even with all this war that's being waged on the hearts and the minds, like it literally is fifth generation warfare. And if you guys haven't acknowledged, it's all at our doorstep and it's been there for some time now. We just haven't been familiarized with it like we more so are familiarized with fourth, third, or second gen warfare, where literally you're dodging bullets, right? And if you look around us, even amongst all this trial, like kind of challenged societal, infiltrated environment, we we have it's it. We're still in a place of abundance more so than famine, like more than ever, we have so many tools at our disposal, you know, through, I mean, even just information with the wealth of knowledge on, I hate to say it, but YouTube and, um, I mean, now rumble and things like that, where for trades, you can on a short video, pretty much learn how to swing that hammer, you know, fix that toilet, do plumb. I mean, anything, right? Like to have that right at your disposal, you can self educate, you can self promote the the options really are endless. So you know, evil's been effective in our minds and in our hearts and wanting us to essentially suck on the government teat in a, in, in a sense and ask for handouts in this and, and, and intentionally creating weaker and weaker broken families to where we become dependent more so than independent and be excited to wake up every day, engage in something you love and you strive for. And um, there's just so much at our disposal now. I It's, it's it just... Starts, dude, you got to realize it, number one. Like I'm telling you, man, I came to America. I got a job. I made more money than both of my parents combined. And I was like 19, right? Right. What did I do? What every 19-year-old does, right? While the, the smart guys were, you know, saving their money, investing their money, I was just blowing my money, right? I was buying motorcycles and Mustang Cobras and boats and, you know, doing all this dumb shit that everybody else does. That's what society told us is a good thing, right? Um, a lot of people do that for the rest of their life. I kind of, like, pulled back and I was like, what did I do? Like, I realized I wasted my life away. You know what I mean? So, like, right now, my kids, man, like, my daughter's eight. And what really makes me proud father, right? The other day, I was like, hey, what would you like? She goes, I want a sewing machine, daddy. Mm. And I'm like, sewing machine for what? She's like, I want to sew things. I was like, okay, so, like, what? I want to make my Barbies, like, dresses and stuff. Mm. Cool, no problem. So, I bought her a sewing machine. And, dude, she loves it. So, now... I'm getting her an embroidery machine and I'm going to teach you how to embroider. Wow. So guess what I'm doing right now with my embroidery? My embroidery is getting our source to somebody else. 
when I have a kid in the house, so my kids are homeschooled. So why can mm. her, I don't know, three hours a day, her arts and crafts class be embroider for your dad and make a few bucks today as a kid? You know what I mean? So instead of sending her to school where they're going to tell her, hey, uh, do you feel like a boy today? Yep, you can be a boy, oh right? Gosh. She's she's learning, you know, family values like hard work, right? Dedication, get up early, right? Do, doing things for yourself, like don't depend on somebody else because schools, um, there's a guy in my financial industry, right? I'm part of financial industry as well. I have an office here in Joplin, Missouri, but um, there's a guy, his name's Paul Hart. He says, public or private education, public school or private school, doesn't matter. They're both designed to do the same thing, is to make you an employee, mm. right? A good employee, right? So what I teach my kids is like their lessons. I'm like, number one, you know, I, I just, we're in the house and I'm like, hey, number one, I will never be an employee, right? Number two, I will always work for myself. Number three, I will always respect my mom and dad. Number four, right? So we have things in the house that my kids memorize and they live by that. We mm. live by it. You know, I, how can I tell my kid one day you're going to own a business and I'm going to go get a job when honestly, like at the beginning stages of business, it's easier to have a job, Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right? You know, income comes in, like it's not up and down, it's steady, right? Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes you got to sacrifice things. So what are we teaching our kids? What are they watching us, mm. right? What are we stealing in our kids? So my daughter wants to do a sewing. She wants to do embroidery. Yeah. Dude, I will no shit hire her. Yeah. And I will buy her everything she needs so she can learn. Mm -hmm. And so what? In two, three years from now, if she's my embroidery person, I would rather give her the money than somebody else. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I love how you followed her in that moment in her interests and yeah, really spent the time engaging with her. Regarding you gotta that. support yeah. them, dude. You gotta yeah. support the kids. So, you know, you gotta you give them. You can't tell them no, right? Yeah. So parenting very very hard, man. It's yeah. very hard. You gotta. It's a fine line between raising a robot that just follows orders, right, and raising a free thinker within like left and right lateral limits, right? So, uh, it, it's one of those things like you tell them no, that is wrong, but let's go this way you can do this right. you know what i mean so you don't want to stop their thinking because like most of us as kids we have all these ambitions we have one this is like my podcasting kind of oh, cool. right this is what we talk about we talk about just like thinking big and going out of the way and you know so it starts at the childhood right mm -hmm. you read a bunch of books out there by like ed Milet, tony robbins all of these guys um you're gonna learn that you can't tell your kid no all the time if you just tell them no all the time that's what they're used to hearing and they become person that can just hear yes so you can you can steer them in a can i do this no can you start your business no can you go get a job yes okay they just okay i'm gonna go get a job can i make five hundred thousand a year no can i make fifty thousand yes okay they take that because it's the easy and that's a yes right so you gotta be able to stop them from doing things they're gonna do them harm but retake all that and kind of put it in a productive way mm. where they want to do it. They want to be on their own. They want to be their own boss and all that stuff, right? So it's it's a fine line, man. Like I'm learning it every day. Right. Um, but I have a great wife, man. My wife's awesome. She she does most of the stuff. I mostly work. You know, I just follow her lead in a sense. That's so awesome. <laughs> how how long have you been together with your wife? Uh, 11 years, man. A little over, over 11 years. 
That's awesome. Yeah, three kids. That's pretty much the fuel to your to your drive, no doubt at this point. Everything I do is my kids, man. Mm. My kids, like my like you gotta set standards for your family, right? I don't know if you know who Ed Milet is, but for those of you guys that are listening, look up a guy named Ed Milet. That dude changed my life. He said that um, if you look at most families, they're born poor, right? Most families. But then if you look at the successful people, they're also born poor. So what happened? Somewhere in that line, like family line, down the line, right? When you look at it, somebody said, enough is enough. I'm going to change the trajectory of my family, hmm. right? And they're the ones that go out there and sacrifice, right? They, they're the ones that start businesses and fail and lose and get into debt and get out, get out of debt and get screwed over and have business partners quit on them mm. and all this stuff, right? Uh, but after all that fighting, they come to the point where now their family is set for generations, right? And they can just teach that to their kids and their, their, their grandkids and everybody and just keeps going, kind of like Rockefellers and all these other guys that we hear about, right? Mm. So I looked at it as, that's me. Like, I'm going to be that guy. Like, we come from nothing, right? I'm going to be the guy that's going to sacrifice. I don't care what it takes. So that way my family can have a good life. And I'm talking like my kids. It starts with my kids and then it's going to move down to my grandkids and my great grandkids and, and whatever, hopefully one day. But it all starts with me. And a lot of us always, it's easy to blame your dad and your mom or mm -hmm. my mom was a drug addict and, oh, I didn't have a great upbringing. Like if you didn't have a great upbringing, that's a perfect formula for success. Mm. You know, like Bill Gates, right? He's very successful. I don't like him personally, but he's very <laughs> successful. But he, his, yeah. his kids are shits, right? His kids are losers. Oof. So like all that shit that they had, they just threw it away, right? So um, you want to take some family's value with success and pass them down into your kids and your grandkids as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So my goal, like one of my standards is my daughter will never have a job. Like she will never have a boss. Like she will never go home to her husband and her kids and say, my boss pissed me off today. Like that's my standard. Mm. If my daughter has to go get a job and she's not a CEO of her company or my company or something like that, I failed as a father. That's how I look at it, right? Oh, wow. It's a high standard that I set for myself because that's the only way that we can get out of this day-to-day -day just zombie mode, right? like just what my boss tells me. Hey, here's these folders. These are the tasks you got to do for the day. You just do them. You go home. You're miserable, stuck in traffic. Mm -hmm. Like if we want to get out of that, we have to think bigger. We have to set some type of standards, man. And that's my standards. I like my daughters drive me more than anything, man. My dog, I got two little daughters, right? One is eight, one is two. And I'm like, my daughters will never have a boss. That's my standard. Right. And I don't care what it takes. I don't care if I got to work next 20 years. I don't care if I have to have 17 businesses and never sleep and work day and night 24 seven. That is my standard. And that's what, that's what I'm going to accomplish. That's how I look at Alec. I love it. I hope, I hope this ends up contagious a bit for the listeners. Like I'm going to go get something. You know, it, this was so, so crazy. I don't know why it popped in, in my head. We, we even talked a bit about like Walmart and these big, big companies. And it, I mean, it's just crazy. You think about it. We start supporting companies like yours and go out of our way in that regard versus these convenient mega stores that do not share our same morals and values. In fact, 
and, and, and to your point earlier, yes, we're supporting some of their employees or what have you. But if we support your company, like there's a big difference because Walmart is putting, it's no secret, you know, all this money towards things that is hurting our economy, you know, putting more into this woke agenda, indoctrination, you know, money towards like even infiltrating, like having a negative impact on uh, our, our government structure, everything. So it's like, wow, the more we could support independent, we cannot drive that nail home hard enough where the more we, it's just a call to action. The more we could support companies like that, like you just think about it, you start dissecting that specific store, how much opportunity there is for Patriots to start creating all sorts of different products, all sorts of, and if we start gravitating towards that, like we literally could get back to a place of abundance for all, get rid of the famine mentality. And it, I mean, sky's the limit. We just started going to, we sold all of our morals. We sold all of our values out of convenience in a way. That's just, it. Like just convenience. And it's like, oh, and to save a buck. And it's like, well, that that's actually astronomically like detrimental to our whole economy by saving that buck. We could have more thriving economy and, and more abundance so it, it's it's kind of a new thing for that I'm even grasping myself, but it's it's just Freck listeners, let's unite, let's organize, let's support men like this and get creative. And that's where, you know, this platform is all about ensuring a better tomorrow and supporting people. That, I always tell people Yeah. Um I always tell people, man, when you go buy anything in these big stores, mm-hmm. Um, if you buy something from me, you're supporting a family, right? And I'll make everybody one promise. I will never go corporate. Mm. My business, I don't care how big it, it can get, it can grow to a multi-billion dollar corporation. It will never have a board. Mm. It will never be publicly traded company where they can implant their freaking, you know, terrorists. That's what I call them. Company mm. business terrorists that. Yeah. You know, tell them, oh, no, you can't make that product anymore. You know, it's too offensive or, oh, you have to be doing this from now on. And it's always going to be a family-owned business. Whether I run it, my kids, whoever runs it, if I own it and I'm never going to sell it, so I'm going to own it forever, my goal is to never sell it because there's other companies out there that started like me and they became corporations and publicly traded companies and the quality went to crap. The, mm-hmm. the content became watered down, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention any company names because I don't want to give them free advertisement. I'm pretty sure you all know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's a lot of them. Uh, um, everything became watered down, you know, and now their stuff is watered down and people come to me and they say, man, you don't see shirts like this anymore. And I'm like, well, my stuff is not watered down. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I can't wear that to school. I can't wear that to work. And we're in the Midwest. Like this is mm-hmm. the... I believe in America, like Midwest, where I live, is the most patriotic. Like I picked a, a county to live in, Newton County, Missouri, right? Where I think the closest blue county is like 60 miles away or 100 miles away or something like that, right? It's like there's nothing blue around here anywhere near me, right? Um, and this is this is what it's coming. So like 
the big corporations, like he mentioned earlier, right? You buy their product, they take their money and they put it into the politicians. Politicians, yeah. you know, the the what are they, Secretary of Education and all of these guys that pass down these rules and regulations, like, hey, we can't wear a Second Amendment shirt to school anymore, right? Mm -hmm. The kids can't do that. You know, I would never do that. And that's why I pledge to everybody that this company will always be family owned and I will never do anything like that. I will never take my money, put it into politics or any of that. It's going to go to feed my family, expand my business further and spread patriotism to America. That's my goal. Um, and this is coming from an immigrant. They got bombed by American planes. So right. put that into your head and think about what I just said, right? <laughs> so there's a there's a reason for everything, you know? Well, you more than most actually understand the importance of freedom, right? And like the constitution that was established even here, right? Wow. I never, I never understood people that are against our rights. Um, oh, you can't, you can't say that and they're like scream at you and all that stuff. Why not? Yeah. You say stupid shit all the time. Yeah. You don't see me screaming. See, the problem is there's two sides. Yes. Right? Our side is, you know, I can see somebody wearing a shirt that says Joe Biden's the best president. I might think they're an idiot, right? But, hey, it's their right to wear it. I'm right. not offended 100%. by it. Yes. Um, it doesn't trigger me. It doesn't trigger me, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, man, you believe that? Congratulations. Make sure you vote for Biden again. That is your right yeah. as an American citizen, right? Yeah. Uh, the problem is when the other side tries to tell us what's right, what's not. Exactly. You know, that's the problem. It's like they that try to meme. Suppress. Didn't I send you that meme just, what, yesterday? Or or that picture where it was about truth? Where, yes. Where truth doesn't mind being questioned, like at all. Go ahead. Question truth. Let's have that conversation. Now, a lie, yep. on the other hand, does not like to be questioned at all. And they get awful loud about exactly. it because they got no foundation mm -hmm. to stand on. So when you pull that rug from underneath it, of course, they're going to go screaming. Yeah. Yes. Like really it's messed up, man, because they don't understand. You know, they call they call us Nazis and all this stuff is, you know, my country fought against Nazis just like America did, oh, you know, yeah. and a lot of my people died. Um, wow. fighting Nazis, like we, we lived it. Like America was never occupied by Germany. My country was, my yeah. grandpa was occupied by Germans. He was like a teenager, right? He was wow. born in 1936. So not even a teenager. He was like five, five yeah. or six years old when former Yugoslavia was occupied by Germany. So he saw it firsthand, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, he told me a few stories and stuff like that. Uh, but they think we're Nazis. No, Nazis are the ones that prevent other people yep. from speaking and expressing themselves. They're, so like, they're literally like projecting God. all of this when, in fact, they themselves are the one fulfilling what they're projecting. And it and 100%. it's working. It's working. People are drinking that up like because it's so buttoned up. It's it's got nice logos and they're so, you know, charismatic and dressed nice and talking heads and they all have the same talking points guys you got to understand how effectively manipulative this has been that's why we got to get off that we got to source our information in an information age it's you got to think of everything like i don't listen to news any news because 100 percent of the news is controlled it's yep. filtered 
yep. right? If they say, oh, this might have happened. No, that didn't happen. That happened plus a hundred times more. A hundred percent. They're watering it down, right? Yep. Like the shit that's happening in Israel and Gaza, I'm not following by any chance. I just know oh, something's man. happening. They're probably it's lying. A circus. Right? Yeah, it's a circus. You know, so it's it don't like I was in a situation where Ukrainians are at right now. Like I lived in that situation. I'm gonna tell you right now, it doesn't matter what you hear on the news. Mm. Now one Ukrainian is happy that's fighting there. Now one fucking Russian soldier is happy that's fighting there. Right. Either sides are suffering. Right. They're both suffering. So whatever the news tells you that hey, if you send them another fifteen billion dollars, it's gonna help them buy new planes and shit. Like it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because out of that 15 billion, maybe half a billion is going to get to them. Everything else is going to go through uh, to the CEOs of airplane companies mm -hmm. and to Joe Biden's pocket and mm -hmm. to senators' pockets and all of it. How do you think they're all becoming millionaires? They said number one thing mm -hmm. to become a millionaire right now is be a politician. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, when is that? Like, so in a sense, they're the true entrepreneurs, right? You're an entrepreneur. Like you start out, you don't really have any product or nothing, right? But you become a multi-millionaire. Yeah. That's an entrepreneur. You could be multi-millions out of nothing, right? So it's clear as day. It. Yeah, with the Biden family and everything that's coming out of the Hunter laptop, like on those corrupt connections among amongst like even evil content. Let's just be real. It's it's directly like they, they didn't provide any services and were millions upon millions upon millions like they have the receipts there's no explanation i mean it's not even an <laughs> assumption you don't even have to make an assumption at this point you scratch your head you look at enough of the content and you know exactly what's happening it's, oh yeah yeah well th there's blind people that don't see it because they don't want to see it right so th so there's this so ego, right? Ego will ruin you. If you don't have, right. if you have a big ego, man, you're most likely not going to make anything out of yourself in your life, right? And this is what's happening with most liberals right now. They've been duped, right? Yeah. Everything sounded great. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you live in San Francisco, oh man, 20 years ago, it was great. Liberalism, freedom, all this stuff, right? But now when a one bedroom apartment is $5,000 a month to rent and there's homeless shitting and pissing on your fucking corner where you live, at $5,000 a month, right? And you go buy a gallon of milk and it's $9 a gallon and $20 for carton of eggs and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You don't like it, but your ego won't let you drop what you believe in, right? You, you're you not gonna admit to yourself that you got duped. So what's right. gonna happen? You're gonna run with whatever you've been duped with for the rest of your life. All the way and to your happen? own incarceration or death. 100%. 100%. Some man. of these folks are going to go all the way. I love eating humble pie. Like that is how we grow from lo yes. our losing, from failures, from admitting and seeing what you did wrong, how you could do better. That's 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 actually fulfilling the very purpose as to why we're here because we're so all individually perfectly imperfect, you know? Yes. And we'll we're never arrive perfect. entirely. It's a forever pursuit in this mortal existence. Yep. You gotta, you have to, man, um, you know how many times I've been wrong in my life? <laughs> oh, bro. Right. Like if I, if I was going to go back, dude, if I can go back to only 19, so 18 years ago, I'm 37 now. So if I can go 18 years back and have this mindset, man, I would redo my life completely over. Right. See, when we make a mistake is people are like, oh, it's too late. No, it's never too late. I started in my mid thirties, man. 
I started to develop into a person. I started to develop into a businessman that I need to become, into a father, into a husband, into everything in my mid thirties. Yeah. It's dude. I got married at 26. Wow. I was not ready for marriage, man. Did did God play a role for you in this transition for you? Like actually, boom, like getting it? So for a very long time, I didn't believe in God. Very long time until about two and a half years ago. Wow. Right? Almost three years ago, right? And and what happened is I'll tell you a quick story, right? Okay. So I lived through refugee camps, civil wars. We've been bombed. I've been starved. We lived in basements. Actually, I'm writing a book called Trump's Immigrant. I'm going to try and publish it this coming year because of the elections. I want to, I think the name would catch on really well. Mm. Uh, I think it would, it would sell pretty good. Right. Uh, but I, I write everything about all of it in the book, but you know, I've been through all of these things in my life. And I was like, if God exists, why would he put me through all this? So I had resentment against God. Right. So for a long time, I was like, you know, God doesn't exist. Right. Like it's all a lie, blah, blah, blah. Right. But then about a few years ago, there's few events that happened in my life and I really sealed it for me, right? So we were moving to the Midwest from Las Vegas. This was in March of 2021, so almost three years ago. And we move here. And you know, moves are very, very expensive. So me and my wife, we had a budget. We put a budget into our checking account. We're like, that's our budget for moving, right? We moved here and we, had, we still had like, man we moved and we're like man you know we're like 800 bucks short like we overspent by 800 dollars. so we're like okay we only lived in this address for about three three days right we're still waiting for our furniture to come in we're like sleeping on a blow-up mattress and stuff right um we moved into our house and what happened is i was like yeah we're 800 short like we're gonna have to transfer another 800 bucks like we under budgeted for 800 bucks or we overspent 800 bucks one or the other right and dude we're about to do that and i go down to the mailbox and there's a check in the box right for 803 dollars and 46 get out of here okay so check this out so the check is from a water and electric company then me and my wife lived in this apartment. Well, actually, we rented a house in Fulbrook, California, when I was stationed out there in 2014, right? Apparently, we overpaid our electric and water bill by $803.46, right? And so, so let me, like, I don't even know my address yet. I literally lived here for three days, mm. right? The only way I knew it because I wrote it down on a piece of paper, Right. Um, and there's a check from a water. When was the last time electric company reimbursed you back? Never. Seven years later, seven years later. Right. Oh my gosh. So none of that stuff. Right. And all of a sudden there's a check in my mailbox and I opened, it, I was like $803. Like told my wife, like, look, babe, we just said there were $800. Um, there were $800 short that we under budgeted. Right. Or overspend 800 bucks. And look, check for 800 bucks. She's like, what was that from? I was like, well, it's from San Diego County Water and Electric or whatever it was. I forgot what it was called, SDG&E or something like that. And um, she's like, for real? She's like, we didn't live there for like seven years. I'm like, yep. And that was, so I started like kind of like, okay, there's got to be something out there, mm -hmm. right? Then I started kind of like researching things, man. And I just bumped into a lot of things along the way about maybe three, four months after that. Um, I full on started believing in God. I started reading the Bible. Mm. Uh, 
I was just like, there's got to be something out there, man, that's watching out for me. Because I just went through all the events in my life. And I was like, I can't even believe I made it through all that. And I'm still sane and normal, right? Yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, God's real. The God pushed me and pulled me through all of this stuff. And from now on, man, I based everything I based everything off of that. Wow. That's amazing. That was, a, that, was a, that was a really, really, really crazy event that just like I was like, there's no way this is a coincidence. Something something out there, you know, is watching out for me, you know? hundred <clears throat> so, percent. Yeah. So that's that's how I started believing in God, man. Everybody has a story, that one's mine, right? That oh. So for everyone to pay attention in their own lives and not because it's easy, like evil here and our pride and ego and kind of our defective wiring would have us almost shut that door in God's face as, as these moments show up in our lives. And and it's to our own detriment when we do that, because a lot of people are fearful. They don't want to they don't want to face themselves and their own character defects and you know uh they don't they don't they can't even fathom in trusting in a creator that you really can't see touch smell taste like you can like you experience everything else in this life it's hard to entrust in in that when we constantly get our trust gets trampled on left and right in this existence so like we develop all these scars so it's it becomes but that's what's insane like that is the only source you can fully entrust and it's not until you pursue that road and develop that faith develop that trust that like it becomes clear like well i had my priorities all incorrect yeah messed up no wonder and that was kind of an eye-opening experience for me no wonder like my life relations was number one challenge in this life over life-threatening illnesses and uh life-threatening situations like shouldn't have that been number one (laughs) how how does my life relations keep creeping up to like number one challenge in this existence because i was just i didn't understand why we were here I didn't feel God's love for me individually so profoundly that I had my own established faith. Like I didn't understand. And it's pretty interesting. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Read it. Oh, well, it was December ticked over and I was excited. Uh, And this is a constant pursuit, just like the gym. Uh, We got to constantly seek to understand Otherwise we get soft and I don't know what it was, but these spoke to me so well. And I'm such a slow read. I was even debating, Oh, is this maybe something I should go over? But December 1st, right here, this, this daily devotionals from think on these things, wisdom for life from Proverbs. It's titled fearful pitfalls. The way of a guilty man is perverse, but as for, the pure his work is right and it just goes on saying the ungodly are like the lost sheep that have turned to their own way every one of them has gone astray and so it is understandable when they fall into a ravine or are devoured by wolves christians however know that life is filled with fearful pitfalls and they are aware 
of them because God has opened the eyes of their understanding. They also know that the deep pits are often surrounded by attractive flowers that beckon to be picked. When adultery, fornication, apologies, I just had a call there. When adultery, fornication, pornography, or other sensual sins beckon, they don't hear. This is because they have reckoned their sinful desires dead, and in doing so have rendered the wolf unable to harm them. Through their faith and the cleansing of the blood of the Savior, they are seen as pure, and their work is right in the eyes of the Holy God. It's like, how do I view sin? Do I see it as risky pleasure or fearful pitfall? And then there's a nice little prayer here. But in this one, I won't even dive into, say, the actual reading for the day, which is just amazing. And this is the Jesus Calling Daily Devotional. But just this little December quote, oh, it just really resonated so profoundly. It was just, for to us a child is born, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And my challenge is just like, my gosh. I, I desire a relation with this Prince of Peace, right? Because I felt the peace. And Everlasting, wonderful counselor. There isn't a better counselor in this world than in the Bible itself. Like, I don't care how educated mortally you are. Sorry, you're, you're second, maybe third, fourth, fifth, whatever. This is number one. Number one counselor. True wisdom. True healing. True everything. So, I mean, if you want to keep sweeping that under the rug, if you want to keep closing that door, just know it's to your own detriment. Like, I did it for a very long time. And, uh-huh. and, and everyone's situation's different some for most it takes a level of like rock bottom or it takes really challenging events or true miracles for a lot of people to actually start seeking that for themselves anyway you no know, change is change is really hard man it's really hard right um, when you're used to so like if we're if we're young and we develop bad habits right like if you're like, I don't know, 18, 19, you start hanging out with your buddies, you're drinking every night or every weekend, uh, you're doing this, you're hooking up with girls and blah, blah, blah. Dude, it's hard to change that. Like right. it's, it's like one of the hardest things you're going to do, man. But if you keep doing that, one day you're going to wake up. This is what happened to me, man. You know, I woke up one day and I was like, holy crap, like I am behind. Like I am behind. Like I looked at everybody that's actually devoted their life to something doesn't matter if it's a job or a business or whatever. They were my age. And I was like, man, I am behind. And I was one of those lost sheep that you just mentioned, right? Yeah. They just didn't believe in anything and just, you know, every day just look for something new to do. Yeah, like no plan, no freaking, no work. Like I have work ethic. I always work hard. But like I always put my hard work into wrong things, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. You know, I would work hard for a job for my boss, but I wouldn't work hard for myself, right? When I was in the Marines, I'd put in like, you know, 
I think the, the longest I've ever worked in the Marines is like 48 hour shift or 56 hour shift straight through. But then when it came to work, let's say I would sit down and I'd say, okay, from now on, I'm going to go to the gym. Uh, I don't know for next six months every day, right. Or six times a week. I always skipped. I always became lazy when I was working on myself. And honestly, man, over the last, like I said, two and a half, three years since I found myself, right. I kind of, um, found who I am, who I want to be. That's the hardest thing to do, man. You know, I skipped around from different business, business. I, I started this business. I didn't like it. I shut it down. I started this one. I didn't like it. A lot of people looked at me like, oh, you can take anything seriously. No, is if I want to commit to something for the rest of my life, right? I want to make sure it's something I want to do, mm, right? right? That's why right now I work, you know, I work 120 hour a week. People like you are freaking crazy. But to me, it doesn't work. You know, it doesn't look crazy because I love what I do. Wow. Dude, when I when I go to like, let's say Walmart or something, I run into somebody that's wearing my shirt around here, bro. Like, I feel good. Yeah. You know what I mean? That gives me uh, energy to keep on working, doesn't matter how long. So for those of you guys out there, they're, they're struggling finding out who you are, man. Mm. I do recommend like find a church, find a group of people that, that believe in themselves businessmen is a great place to start because a lot of businessmen they already know who they are they're not seeking somebody else's approval none of mm. that stuff and that's how you find god when you find who you are right right uh, and then god takes you through everything else man so like i'm not scared of attacking any challenge from now on i don't even think i just do right that's i'm awesome. like okay it's, i was like is this gonna be hard yes let's freaking do it you know i'm not scared of failing i don't care if i lose money i don't care if it goes through because I believe at the end, whether it's 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 50 years from now, whatever, um, I'm going to be on top, right? And I believe God's going to help me get there, right? So um, I know it turned kind of into like a mentoring session. But if you guys are out there just trying to figure out who you are, man, I would say first thing, drop everything bad out of your life. So if it's like drinking, drugs, whatever you're doing, then start surrounding yourself by the people that you want to like. You look at them, you're like, man, I'd like to be like that person. Okay, start hanging out with them. Start, go for our drinks with them. Wow, Alex, that's amazing. And this is what I was trying to capture from you. I, I, you, you say, you know, I'm over here just kind of smiling because you're like, oh, this kind of turned into a, men a mentoring session. And I'm just like, this is gold. I want people to understand the attraction I had to get into business with you, supporting you, and that's it. That's it right there. That's guys, what you see Good, is what you get with this individual. Um, he's a he's a great man. I'm really excited to see what we can do together. So let's all let's all support him. Check out his his material. You know, I want to challenge you. I I want a very simple shirt with uh, Jesus loves you. That's it. Jesus loves you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. get that maybe even up on your webpage or something, but I want to start rocking that in these crazy days we're in. Um, you know, if someone wants to take offense to that, Hey, more power to you. That's, that's your choice. But I, I, Dude, feel... I don't, I don't care if they do, man. Right. I don't care if they do. That's... Like, I don't, I don't like, I know attack what... me, say whatever you want. Like, I don't care, dude. Like it's, 
it'll brighten people's hearts. I know, right? It could be a thousand haters as long as it brightens one individual as I'm out there walking through the day. And I know for me, it I'll be that one person because I'll see that reflection occasionally. And I'll read those words as, as though they are for me, right? And, and I know that will brighten my day. And it's so simple. And I think futuristically, I've already started like a scripture list with some pretty profound things as I thought, yeah, it's important, like the patriotic sayings, all these other things, but also just the biblical truths, like getting right to it. Because for me, in this crazy world, all roads do lead to God because it's like, man, why are we getting so absorbed in the here and the now and the making it? And so much of that is important because it's a means to an end for those we love, the experiences we had to where we can more so focus on maximum impact, right? And doing all that. And we've just been, yeah, we've been too self-serving. Everything, everything is in the unseen and manifestation what you can manifest with your own mind. Yeah. That's what that's what people don't understand. God, you don't see him, you know, but if you believe in him, he will lead you to where you need to be, right? right? What do we see? People always want the things that we see, a nice car, a nice house, a um, nice watch, whatever you're into, right? Yeah. But it's not about that, man. And ever since I realized that, now I'm okay with driving. It's like I was the guy that I had to have the nicest Mustang. I had to have a nicest truck. Yeah. I bought it. Now nah, I'm happy. I want to lift it. I want to put tires on it, right? Yeah. Like I was seeing other people's approval. And what do yes. you think about my truck, right? But it wasn't about that, man. You know, a year and a half ago, I sold my truck. I'm driving a rinky dingy, like a little escape, right? There we go. It gets me around. Does everything. Like I don't care. But what I believe in now, and I know what that's going to get me to in 5 and 10 or 15 and 20, my mind, right? What it's going to get me to the next 20, 30 years. Um, and you have to believe in it for that long. Like you can't, you can't go, like I'm speaking specifically business-wise, spiritual way too, but like business-wise, right? You right. can't start a business six months, doesn't work. Or I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to go back, get a job, right? It mm. takes decades sometimes. You know, there's people like what they say. Uh, like 90% of businesses are in red first five years, mm -hmm. right? So that means you grind it for five years, you didn't make a dime and you're still grinding the same way, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's not about the money. It's not like, to me, it's not about money. I don't care um, if it's millions of dollars or whatever it is. Like, to me, it's about being who I am, being happy of what I'm doing, Yes. right? Gonna, what I'm going to make for my family makes means more if I make a steady small business and that's all it stays and my family can live off of it, my kids can take on, take it over and then move it on down the road mm. and it feeds my family. That's all I care about. It doesn't have to be a multi. Obviously, we all aim for multi millions and billions and all that other stuff. But it's not about that. It's about doing it correctly. Be true to yourself. Um, do things that you want to do on your own terms. You will yes. never find a happier person than the ones that lives on their own terms. You know, I believe that world is so mad these days because no one lives on their own terms. Mm. Think about it. You get up at 6 a.m. You got to be at work by 7.30 or 8. You're driving through traffic. You're stuck in traffic for for an hour. You name one person that says, hey, I'm going to get up this morning and go be stuck in traffic for an hour and a half. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they, they don't exist. So they're not living life on their own terms, right? Mm. Somebody else dictates how long it's going to take them to get to work, Right. You know, then they work for a boss they don't like, right? You know, they do that for eight hours. Then they get off, then they're stuck for another hour in traffic, right? They come home, they're completely physically and emotionally drained. Mm. 
They can't do anything else. They can't be themselves. So they're assholes to their wife, to their kids, to her husband, to, you know, whatever. Marriages break up, you know, divorces happen, all that stuff, because people are not true to themselves. Like, what do you want to do? You got to figure that out first. I love that. And you gave prime examples to like some of your start where you kicked off this business and it, nope. And then kicked off this one and nope, because ultimately at the end of the day, you wanted to feel like this isn't work. Right. And I think probably without even maybe even understanding or noticing, like it was, it led you to like more so selfless service and providing that really filled that cup like you're you're a true patriot and a saint and without even really probably fully grasping it like that's what's I love what you I do, man. yeah i love what i do and it's you know we live in the greatest country in the world man if we don't do it here and now yeah it's just we have to like think about what america started off as right you know it's you know freedom Right. Freedom, Second Amendment. (laughs) All right. I got to throw that in there. And then entrepreneurship, man, is what build this country, you know, uh, businesses, individualism. That's what like you should be proud to be who you are. I don't care if you're the weirdest person in the room. You Mm. need to be proud about you. Like you need to feel proud about yourself because. um, Well, comfortable in your own skin. Right. Like I try staying away from pride the word pride or proud like but there's a healthy sense to it whereas like you're comfortable in your skin you're excited on who you are you're solid on your foundation you're excited who you're becoming right absolutely man absolutely and you always gotta see you always gotta learn something new yeah like don't let a day go by and don't learn something new like this is the the, Mm. the biggest mistake people make is they go to school, they learn a trade or a job, or they go to college, get a degree, whatever, and then they stop learning, right? right? So what they do is they get a job, and now, like I said, you know, they fall into the norms of society, like hour to work, eight hours for a dickhead boss, then hour back home, right? Then what do you do after that? You hate, you, you know, you hate yourself, you don't want to read, you don't want to advance, you hate your job, but you never really step out and say, you know what, if I maybe read something every day before I go to work mm-hmm. or after I come back from work, maybe my mindset would develop into something else. That's what happened to me, man. You know, what changed me the most is Trump's speech in 2015. Mm. Changed my life. I saw this guy. I came back from a hard day of work in the Marines. I was stationed in Okinawa, Japan. I turned on the TV AFN, Armed Forces Network. It was the news, right, for Armed Forces. Turned it on, boom, Trump. I'm like, who is this guy, right? (laughs) I just love the speech, bro. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this guy is God. I don't even know who he – like, he's got my vote. Let me just research who he is. And I actually did some research, man, and I realized that he's a very big businessman. He writes books. So I'm like, hmm, let me order all of his books. So I ordered all of his books, and I read them all. And after maybe like two, three months later, I decided that I will never have a boss. Like that's when I was like, yep, I'm cutting ties with the Marine Corps. I'm done. When my contract expires, I'm out Wow. and I'm going to be my own person. So like not just politically, you know, and the presidency and all that stuff, spiritually, my Trump is my like leader in a Mentor. sense. Because like his books, yeah. Without, his yeah. books man, the art of the deal and all that stuff, like when I saw like first like 70 or 80 pages in his book is about his daily work schedule. Hmm. 
and you know it's just all these appointments and meetings and all this stuff is and it starts early and it ends late and i was like hold on a second i'm already doing that mm. i'm already in meetings and working and getting up early and going to bed late and coming home and working on weekends why don't i do that for myself mm. instead of for somebody else and then that's when my mindset started switching from being just an employee, whether it's in the Marines or a corporation or something like that, like going out on my own and starting my own business. And I've been pursuing it ever since, dude. That's so rad. That's so yeah. rad. Isn't that crazy? I'm an immigrant mm -hmm. and I heard Trump's speech. I didn't get offended. I got inspired by it. Right. And Americans, and Americans they're born here, right. they got offended by it. How does that even make sense? Well, because the mainstream media, the war machine, the actual tyrannical people that that man was up against and fighting against and wanting to expose even the mainstream media itself as fake news. Like he, he went against the tyrannical Everybody. side of things. <laughs> so that obviously that war machine got turned right on against him. And it was very effective with the orange man bad tactics. And, and you pump that information enough, it's like, oh, yeah, like he's kind of a vulgar, arrogant billionaire. Like what I actually found it refreshing that that man, the arrogant billionaire I knew as Donald Trump before he ever ran for, you know, political office, you know, like there was I found him very intriguing, very interesting, but also like eh, kind of off putting to an extent. So when he actually boom became POTUS of you know America it was just like I found it refreshing that as much as I wanted to see him become more presidential as much as I wanted to see like him clean things up it was actually very refreshing that he didn't change that he stayed his true authentic arrogant billionaire it. self which was actually really refreshing and Oh, there's Bro, there's a lot I to love. touch on there, but the the orange man bad tactics were so effective that folks no longer even looked at what he was accomplishing, what he was exposing, what he was fulfilling, like he was doing what he was saying, and what he ran on all these things, and he got he got he had hurdle after hurdle after hurdle, so they didn't make it easy on him, but also they just slander, 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 and so many people like yeah okay yeah yeah offensive sure sure. But why are you judging a man off of that? Like when, when you do even a comparison with How do you not see it? Joe like Biden. how do you not see that yeah. from 2016 to 2020, like Thriving. these treaties were signed in like yes. 16 different conflicts around the country. Ending um, the endless you know, wars. Dude, like he crossed into North Korea. Like he's the boss, bro. He showed right. up. He's like, yeah, I'm crossing into your country and it will be safe. All right. That's it. Yeah. He showed up and he, they welcomed him with open arms, you know, brought um, energy independence, the biggest tax. I mean, so many things we were thriving. It actually leads into, oh, why? why yeah. Their hand got kind of forced on this whole pandemic, had to blow up smoke and mirrors, all this stuff, because things like American people were starting to see like, wow we actually could have a thriving economy, a thriving oh, country. We, we, There's no reason for gas to be even over $2 a gallon even to this day. No country throughout history ever went back on energy independence 
other than this country with this new puppet establishment. Like that doesn't even make sense that you would go back on it. And like, like at all, but we, we did it and we're accepting of that. We're not, we're not fighting back on that. Are you kidding me? It's with everything that's happening um no so this is the thing there's people fighting back it's just the ones they're fighting back they're quieted down you know they're like right. hey, be quiet and the ones they're not fighting the one they're against it right yeah. those are the ones that give them voices because you got to remember they control the media like the actual news networks they control the social media right everything's owned by these people except twitter now right or the x whatever it's called right uh they control they control everything. So that's why I, I like people like Dana White, right? He says right. what he means. Yeah. Like a lot of yeah, you know, like lately lately a few of his clips came across when, you know, they try blackmailing him with like removing spo- like sponsors for UFC. They wow. try blackmailing him. He's like, fuck you, you know, like you're not gonna tell me who to vote for. Right. Um so like shit like that, man, that you I think there's a lot of people they're against them and we saw the and we see those and i don't think there's that many as much as they make it look like it right right yep because you got to think about it like all of us they're right here like think about it i always tell everybody i don't care if you're democrat or republican yeah think about people you know so like think about immediate let's say 20 people you know who supports biden who supports trump and i'm gonna tell you right now i'm from chicago i know a lot of people in chicago not one person that i know in chicago let's say immediate 20 that supports Biden. Right. And that's supposed to be a Democrat state, right? Now, I was stationed in California. I know a lot of people in California. The 20 people that I know in California, it's supposed to be a Democrat state. No one that I know, let's say in personal, in first 20, supports Biden. Hmm. Everybody supports Trump. So, like, how everything's driven by the media, bro. Like, their election results. California, 0% of the voting called Democrat. So, like, how is that even possible? Yeah. Like, what are, we, what are we actually... So, we live in an unrealistic society that's driven by these people that fabricate the, the reality, that fabricate it, yes. right? So, when they call it for Democrats, people don't even think, like, how can something be called for Democrats when there's 0% of the voting? Okay, like how is that already a demo? Like, so people are like, oh, we lost California. So like, they accept it already. Mm. It's fucking ridiculous right. what they're doing. It's ridiculous. It's all a circus. To play on words, it's, it's just a screen. It's it's wild. That's where we, man, we really do need to get better organized. Not even as left and right. All that's a construct, man. Set that down. It is. We need uh-huh. to, there shouldn't be any discussion, any topic. I mean, just the fact we even say Trump on an episode, there's certain individuals, and I know some, like, so it's amazing to hear that you got those circles you do, but I, I challenge myself to actually draw near ones that have vocally, yes, I voted for Biden, and I'm going to vote for him again. And, and I try to draw near to that individual to seek to understand, like, okay, Oof. can can you explain as to why that is you know and I'm, I'm really just trying to bite my tongue and genuinely seek to understand because that's just that's just it the war machine's been so effective on orange man bad they just hear oh these fellas are pro-trump 
uh ban let's even let's even uh report this channel let's dox let's blah you know and it and it's the thing people never people never ask so i always i speak from experience i've been under communism yes i don't like communism if no. i like communism i just move to fucking china you know right Something like that. I don't like communism. I like being a free person, driving a car that I want, living where I want, doing what I want, shooting my guns when I want. Right. Yeah. I like that stuff. Right. I don't want to taking my guns away, but yeah. they're not going to take away from me while I'm alive. Amen. Right? Amen. Uh, I always say that. That's that's what I love about. I'm telling you, if it wasn't for Second Amendment, I'd probably be living somewhere else because it's cheaper and it makes more sense. You know. But like when I. When you see a Biden voter <laughs> that mm. stands against everything that America stands for, it's like, okay, name one thing in the last three years that got better. Right. One thing. Just just name one thing. Like one thing that got better. And then they don't even say, oh, Biden fixed this, but oh, the Trump gave us the inflation because of COVID. He didn't know what to do. Or, oh, Trump did it. It's like, no, Trump took on crappy economy. And I'm going to tell you right now, I had a TSP, which is equivalent to 401k in the military. In three days after his election, my four, military 401k doubled. There we go. Three days. He wasn't even a president yet. He was just elected. Mm. It doubled. Okay. So last year, stock market crashed like 35%, right? I'm actually in financial industry, so I follow these trends, right? Um, so he crashed. So I tell him, okay, so stock market crashed. The food prices went up, the fucking inflation went up, the gas prices went up, mm -hmm. the property taxes went up, sales tax went up. Uh, I mean, it was like, what, $20 per carton of eggs for like three months? We're not even a country anymore with the but, human yeah. trafficking on that southern border. That's insane, man. So yeah. all of these things happen. So name one thing that got yeah. better, and they can't. Because yeah. I... I do know a couple of people. I don't really talk to them a lot because they don't want to talk to me. Not because I don't want to talk to them. They don't want to talk to me. I'm the racist guy, right? Wow. I'm, I'm a fucking immigrant <laughs> and I'm racist. <laughs> my mentor is a black dude, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, my business partner in my apparel industry is a Mexican guy, but I'm the racist guy. They could project right? all those, all those types. Like that's what that evil is. likes doing. Oh my so gosh. Ridiculous, man. Right. You You're... know, hey, you met Jorge. He's my business oh, partner. Yeah. He's actually become a co-owner of Black Eagle Apparel. We're about to do like a, he's going to become my, um, uh, like a vice president kind of like co-owner. Cool. Okay. Of the, whole, the whole company. We're not going to do like a franchise thing anymore. We're just going to do one company. Ooh, that's cool. Well, I look forward to having Jorge yeah. on then. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Me and him, maybe, maybe we could do some kind of podcast. Cause I'm going to do a podcast with him when, when we get there. Cool. Uh, maybe we can schedule a day where both of us can show up and we just have all three of us on there. That'd be wicked. Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. What are we, where are we at? Hour and no, 22 minutes. How freaking awesome. Let's go. What, what like... amazing content. I mean, <laughs> bro, the, it's, it's a challenge. How do we, flip that switch within individuals to start utilizing these tools around them podcast realm for example and getting real news real sources real call to action real organization and ensuring a better tomorrow how do we flip that switch so we're not so self-serving and selfish and just me 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 and actually taking the proper action to 
those around us and ensuring a better freaking tomorrow. Like what is most effective? That's where as soon as I came out on the tail end of this Lyme disease, I just felt gifted from all these platforms. And I'm just like, well, I could just be another voice and and have other people like you on and just start resonating with more people, help directing some of some of this. You know, I'm a limited being. I'm just one man. And but we, we got to do something right. We just have well, to. Well, I appreciate I appreciate what you're doing, man. Like oh, I, I'm gonna help you with whatever you need, right? Yeah. I don't care if you need like a girl, if you need moral support, whatever you need, man. I'm here. Appreciate. I got that. you back. I don't even. I never even met you in person. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I will next month. Right. I'm gonna be in Arizona. Um, but I, whatever you need from me, man, I'm here. Okay. I ain't going nowhere. I'm okay. motivated. I'm fired up. I'm excited, dude. Life is great. We're living the greatest country in the world. Yes. Um. We're going to do this together, man, you know, and we're going to spread um, me as an immigrant. I'll help you spread what Americans should be spreading. Right. Uh, patriotism, sense of pride in this country and in everything that we have here. You well, know? You're a full blown People citizen now. Yeah, I am. I'm yeah. a citizen. Um, I got the passport and you know, all that stuff. I served yeah. the military and all that. But yeah. not just that, man. It's just like, you know, you got to remember, like these people, if you're questioning America, just think about it. When was the last time you sat down and said, I want to go to Venezuela, right? Or China or anywhere else. But right. every one of those people cut their balls off just to come here if they right. could. Right. Yeah. So think about it that way. And there's a reason for that. Right. So. Alex, thank you so much for your time. We're going to add a lot of uh, uh, links into the comments on this one, folks. So be sure to check all that out. Now, I on on your actual Black Eagle Apparel site, I believe you even have a lot of your podcasts listed. So you're on a yes. you're on Podbeam. We'll we'll add the links. Um, I'm I'm on Buzzsprout, but, but Buzzsprout. you know, Beastella Podcast is my podcast. Okay. Um, and I'm pretty much on YouTube and every other cool. podcast platform like. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, whatever. Perfect. I'm on all of those. So if you guys, you know, if you guys want to check out my podcast, go on my website, scroll down towards the bottom. I have a whole section dedicated to my podcast on Perfect. the website. You just click on it, watch videos on YouTube and all that stuff. Um, but hey, man, I appreciate you, dude. I appreciate you having me on. I'm excited to, you know, come see you next month. We're going to do Kay. another episode. It's going to be on both of our podcasts. Um, and yeah, dude. Well, let's a go. Lot, All right. Let me uh, do a quick sign off here and I'll chat with you off the air. Listeners, thanks so much for joining us today. Let's support this man. Let's unite. Let's have a positive impact on our futures and our children's future. Let's go. Let's do this. I freaking love you guys. Look forward to next time. God bless.